0: Hippodromania, or Whiffs from the Pipe, Part Five by Adam Lindsay Gordon, read for by Carolyn. Part Five, Ex Fumo Dare Lucem, Twixt the Cup and the Lip. Prologue, Calm and clear, the bright day's declining, the crystal expanse of the bay like a shield of pure metal lies shining twixt headlands of purple and grey while the little waves leap in the sunset and strike with a miniature shock in sportive and infantine onset the base of the ironstone rock calm and clear the sea-breezes are laden with a fragrance a freshness a power with a song like the song of a maiden, with a scent like the scent of a flower, and a whisper, half weird, half prophetic, comes home with the sigh of the surf. But I pause, for your fancies poetic never rise from the level of turf. Fellow bungler of mine, fellow sinner, in public performances past, in trials when stouts take their winner, in rumors that circulate fast, in strains from Prunella or Priam, staying stayers or goers that go, you're much better posted than I am, tis little I care, less I know.' Alas, neither poet nor prophet am I, though a jingler of rhymes. 'Tis a hobby of mine, and I'm off it at times, and I'm on it at times, and whether I'm off it or on it, your readers my counsels will shun, since I scarce know van tromp from blue bonnet, though I might know cigar from the nun. With visions you ought to be sated and sickened by this time I swear that mine are all the myths, self-created, air-visions that vanish in air. If I had some loose coins I may chuck one to settle this question and say, here goes, this is tails for the black one and heads for my favourite, the bay. And must I rob Paul to pay Peter, or or Peter defraud to pay Paul, my rhymes are they stale if my meter is varied, one chime rings through all. One chime, though I sing more or sing less, I have but one string to my lute, and it might have been better if stringless and songless the same had been mute. Yet not as a seer of visions, nor yet as a dreamer of dreams, I sent you these partial decisions on hackneyed, impoverished themes. But with song out of tune, sung to past time, flung heedless to friends or to foes, Where the false notes that ring for the last time may blend with some real ones, who knows? THE race. On the hill they are crowding together, In the stand they are crushing for room. Like midge-flies they swarm on the heather, They gather like bees on the broom. They flutter like moths round a candle, Stale similes granted what then? I've got a stale subject to handle, a very stale stump of a pen. Hark, the shuffle of feet that are many, of voices the many-tongued clang. Has he had a bad night? Has he any friends left? How I hate your turf slang! Tis stale to begin with, not witty, but dull and inclined to be coarse. But bad men can't use, more's the pity, Good words when they slay a good horse. Hey, hey, quantus equis, that's Latin, For bellows to mend with the weeds, Thereof lights and shades, silk and satin, A rainbow of riders and steeds, And one shows in front and another goes up, And is seen in his place, Sic transit, more Latin, oh, bother, let's get to the end of the race. See, they come round, the last turn careering, already Tate's colors are struck, and the green in the vanguard is steering, and the red's in the rear of the rock. Are the stripes in the shade doomed to lie long? Do the blue stars on white skies wax dim? is it tamworth or smuggler tis bylong that wins either bylong or tim as the shell through the breach that is riven and sapped by the springing of mines as the bolt from the thundercloud driven that levels the larches and pines through yon mass particolored that dashes gold-turned clad in many-hued garb, from rear to van, struggles and flashes, the yellow and black of the barb. Past the fly, falling back on the right, and the gull, giving way on the left, past Tamworth, who feels the whip's might, and whose sides by the rowels are cleft, Where Tim and the chestnut together Still bear of the battle the brunt, As if eight stone twelve were a feather, He comes with a rush to the front. Tim Whiffler may yet prove a tartar, But bylong's the horse that can stay, But keen is in trouble, and carter Is hard on the satin-skinned bay. And the barb comes away unextended, Heart held like a second eclipse, while behind the hoof-thunder is blended with the whistling and crackling of whips. Epilogue He wins, yes, he wins upon paper, he hasn't yet won upon turf, and these rhymes are but moonshine and vapour, air-bubbles and spoon from the surf. So be it at least, they are given free, gratis, for just what they're worth, and, whatever there may be in heaven, there's little worth much upon earth. When, with satellites round them the centre, of all eyes, hard pressed by the crowd, the pair, horse and rider, re-enter, the gate mid a shout long and loud. You may feel as you might feel, just landed, full length on the grass from the clip, of a vicious cross-counter right-handed or uppercut whizzing from hip. And that's not so bad if you're picked up, discreetly and carefully nursed, loose teeth by the sponge are soon licked up, and next time you may get home first. Still I'm not sure you'd like it exactly, such tastes as a rule are acquired, You'll find in a nutshell this fact lie, Bruced optics are not much admired. Do I bore you with vulgar illusions? Forgive me, I speak as I feel, I've pondered and made my conclusions, As the mill grinds the corn to the meal. So man striving boldly but blindly, ground piecemeal in Destiny's mill, at his best taking punishment kindly is only a chopping block still. Are we wise? Our abstruse calculations are based on experience long. Are we sanguine? Our high expectations are found on hope that is strong thus we build an air-castle that crumbles, and drifts till no traces remain, and the fool builds again while he grumbles, and the wise one laughs, building again. How came they to pass, those rash blunders, these false steps so hard to defend? Our friend puts the question and wonders, we laugh and reply, ah, my friend, Could you trace the first stride falsely taken, The distance misjudged where or how, When you picked yourself up, stunned and shaken, At the fence twixt the turf and the plough? In the jar of the panel rebounding, In the crash of the splintering wood, In the ears to the earth shock resounding, In the eyes flashing fire and blood, In the quarters above you revolving, In the sods underneath heaving high, There was little to aid you in solving Such questions the how or the why. And destiny, steadfast in trifles, Is steadfast for better or worse, In great things it crushes and stifles, And swallows the hope that we nurse. Men wiser than we are, many wonder, when the future they cling to so fast, to the roll of that destiny's thunder, goes down with the wrecks of the past. The past, the dead past, that has swallowed all the honey of life and the milk, brighter dreams than mere pastimes we've followed, better things than our scarlet or silk. Aye and worse things, that past is it really, Did to us who again and again, feel sharply, hear plainly, See clearly, past days with their joy and their pain. Like corpses embalmed and unburied, they lie, And in spite of our will, our souls on the wings of thought carried, revisit their sepulchres still. Down the channels of mystery gliding, they conjure strange tales, rarely read, of the priests of dead pharaohs presiding at mystical feasts of the dead. Weird pictures arise, quaint devices, rude emblems, baked funeral meats, strong incense, rare vines, and rich spices, the ashes, the shrouds, and the sheets. Does our thraldom fall short of completeness, for the magic of a charnel-house charm, and the flavour of a poisonous sweetness, and the odour of a poisonous balm? And the links of the past, but no matter, for I'm getting beyond you, I guess, and you'll call me as mad as a hatter if my thoughts I too freely express. I subjoin a quotation, pray learn it, and with the aid of your lexicon tell us the meaning thereof, res discernit sapiens quas confundit acelus. Already green hillocks are swelling, and combing white locks on the bar, Where a dull, droning murmur is telling Of winds that have gathered afar. Thus we know not the day, nor the morrow, Nor yet what the night may bring forth, Nor the storm, nor the sleep, nor the sorrow, Nor the strife, nor the rest, nor the wrath. Yet the skies are still tranquil and starlit, The sun twixt the wave and the west, Dyes in purple and crimson and scarlet, and gold let us hope for the best, since again from the earth his effulgence the darkness and damp dews shall wipe Kind reader, extend your indulgence to this the last lay of the pipe End of Poem This recording is in the public domain